Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What is up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode. We are in March. March 10th is when Chris and I are recording this, one year since the pandemic. And I'm joined here with Chris today. Chris, what's going on, man? Wow, I can't believe that, that it has been one year since the pandemic started. Here we are still talking about courses because what is there better to do during a pandemic than sit down and record a bunch of courses? Yeah, and you know, learning has just gone through the roof. So if you're not in the online course business, in creating online courses, you better jump on board now. This wave is just going to get bigger and bigger. Well, so you guys today, right? Thank yeah, you. Now is the time. How is the time, man? So what are we talking about today, Chris? Today, we are asking the question, should you create a YouTube channel for your course? That's a good question like because, you know, I mean, hey, if your courses are video, then should you actually be putting videos also on YouTube or isn't that a conflict of interest or is this a marketing channel or, or what's the deal? Why in the world would anyone want to use YouTube when they've already, they're using New Zendler or Teachable or Kajabi or something like that to create their course? Yeah, I like this topic uh, very near and dear to my heart. My YouTube channel just passed 1,000 subscribers. Woohoo! Wow, so, good for you. <laughs> I know. And the short answer is, in my mind, is yes, because YouTube is like the only second largest big search engine in the world, right? Yeah, but After behind Google, what? What's the number one one? Google, right? And Google owns both of them. YouTube, which means any YouTube results are also showing up on Google. So you're really hitting high on two platforms when you post on YouTube. And pop quiz for you, Chris. What did YouTube start off as? Do you know? Oh, you know, I heard this uh, recently because, you know, February 14th was when YouTube started. <laughs> but I don't remember. What, what What's the answer? Video dating, February 14th. Uh, it was Valentine's Day video dating service. It started off. Are you sure about that? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and then, of course, it has morphed into this ginormous platform. But yeah, I mean, I I wish I had done this for my course that we had spoken about in a, like a few episodes ago when I was doing my course launch. Yeah. I wish I had done it so I would have a following of people who already know me, who trust me, who are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It makes your life so much easier when you start launching products, info products, all you have to do is talk to your audience. Not just that, launching a YouTube, If since you're already the subject matter expert in your course, in your niche, why not give people a taste of that? And I'm not saying give away all your, all your courses for free, but you have that content. And if it's all that content is sitting behind a paywall, Google is not going to be able to search for it. So guess what? You might not be on YouTube, but your competitors are because their content is sitting there for free. So why not join them if you can't beat them? That's right. So so let's back up a little bit. So what you're saying is that, yes, you should absolutely be on YouTube. Both of us are. We know that it's valuable. You can build an audience there, but it's not really for hosting your course. It's for building an audience. Now that doesn't mean you won't host portions of your course on it. You you will use a you use it for a lot of teasers and things like that and for just in general giving good knowledge to the world and as people see you as an authority then they'll want to take your course, right? Yep. 
Yeah. And, and you know what? You can put your entire course on there for free. If you then go turn around and charge for the same course, people will actually still buy it because people just don't value. It's not that people don't value free content. People just think that if he's offering so much for free, can you imagine <laughs> how much more he can have in his course? That's how I look at it. I follow this guy, Brian Dean. If you want to learn anything about SEO, Brian Dean is the guy. He has a YouTube channel. His video production is just mind-blowing, but he has people to do that. I'm not saying go in with all the Hollywood effects right. and the you know all these explosions and whatnot. <laughs> go in with your personality, though. Don't be dull on a YouTube channel because you have competition. We all have competition. So make sure you figure out a way to stand out. And the other thing about YouTube is be consistent. So YouTube has a school thing where you can upload your videos in advance. And if you're someone who likes to do batch processing, you can record all your videos in one day then edit them in the next coming weeks and then just upload them all to YouTube in one batch, but don't publish them. Leave them in draft and then publish them every single week or whatever cadence that you set for yourself. Stick to that and make sure that, of course, you optimize your YouTube channel with the correct keywords about your course and also what people are searching. Use a free Chrome extension like TubeBuddy that will help you do that. But absolutely. I would say 100% be there, not only to see what others are creating, but to be ahead of the game. So anytime something new happens in your niche, you go and make that video right away. And you might not get great views in the beginning. Don't get disheartened by that. Maybe you will get 10 views, 20 views, 30 views to a video. But slowly, as you start creating this, you'll see that it starts climbing because YouTube starts to figure out, okay, this person is creating good. Well, so this, 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 that's is, a strategy. this is another reason that you mentioned that Chrome extension called TubeBuddy. And it's really good because what it will do for you too is it will, if you put in the keywords or the title that you're planning on using, it will show you what people are actually searching for related to that. And that will allow you to then get a lot more search engine optimization, a lot more noticed than your competitors because you are using the right keywords, you're using the right headline, and, and you can do that even when you're very small. But I just want to go back for a second into what you were saying about the content. Yeah, you don't have to come up with all new content for your YouTube channel. You can actually take your course content, take snippets of it and create videos for it. Because even if you use a good portion of your content on YouTube, if you, the fact that you're organizing it as your teaching site is way different for people than actually viewing it on YouTube. And people will pay for that organization of the material. Plus you can offer a few more bonuses in there. Now, there are some do's and don'ts. I want to let our listeners know if they plan to jump both feet into the water that I have learned from my experience. The don'ts, I would say, there are lots of Facebook groups on YouTube, uh, like small YouTubers, etc. Go join those groups, but do not, do not, please do not go sub for sub. Have you ever heard that term? Uh, Chris, sub for yeah, sub. that basically means that I'll say I'll subscribe to your channel if you subscribe to mine, which sounds great and can get you numbers, but that's not your audience. 
Yeah, and YouTube isn't dumb. YouTube, <laughs> right. like YouTube's brain is Google's brain, right. which is has that same algorithm. So if I go and sub to hundred channels, and all those hundred people sub to me, we have nothing in common. And guess what's going to happen when I release a new video? If I have hundred subscribers, or of those hundred, no one's going to watch my video. YouTube's going to be like, well, one either his content is bad because none of his subscribers want to watch it. or he's trying to game the system so youtube will stop showing your videos in rankings because you are trying to game the system yeah they don't they don't like when people game the system they want they want you to they want it to feel organic and really the best way to do that is to be organic you do do smart things use use tubebuddy use the right visuals all that sort of thing find out you know jump right into the video the, the thing that's kind of gotten out of vogue now is people who have long intros to their video like don't do that jump into the video don't lose people in that first 30 seconds right jump oh right God. into it get them interested and youtube likes that they they essentially want to keep people on their platform and so if you're helping keep people on the platform they're going to promote you more yeah you're talking my language now and whenever i go watch a appsumo software review which is not by appsumo which could be a third party person like you right. or me i despise the fact that they are going through the deal terms on the appsumo page in the beginning right <laughs> i just want to see the software dude i am researching this because i know it's on appsumo right i know what the deal is about i don't want you to tell me about the deal and if you really want to tell me about the deal wait till the end how about we just dive right into the software <laughs> Yeah, that's so, exactly yes. right. It's exactly right. D- don't do things that that people don't want. <laughs> yep. You know, if you, if you wouldn't want to see it, they probably don't want to either. Yeah. And the, my second don't that I would tell my fellow course creators who might be thinking about, oh, I should do a YouTube channel, is don't send people away from YouTube. If you create a video and every video of your has a call to action, you know, you should go check out my site or you should go check out my lead magnet. No, your call to action that I've seen works the best for in your favor is to keep them on the platform by saying, "Hey, while you're here, check out my next video which is popping up in the recommendation right now." Because you can control in those last 10 seconds what that next video should be that you want to send people to. The reason being, YouTube makes money when users are on YouTube. If you start taking away your users from YouTube, you're going against youtube's goals so always be in alignment with what the platform's goals are facebook's goal is to have users on facebook so as they can serve ad to facebook users so stop trying to take people away from the platform because that's not the goal of the platform yeah we've talked about this before but it's really about building relationships and if you build a strong enough relationship with people through them knowing that they can trust you and what you have to say they're going to find you anyway and you, of course you want to put your website address and all that in the uh, comments area or in the you know the description area of the video put that in there so that people can connect with you when they want to but you don't want to keep pushing them away from the platform yeah and then couple of do's which would help you on youtube is make sure you have an amazing thumbnail spend like there there is a saying by i think it's ogilvy and mather who's like the mastermind behind ads like print ads 80% of your or 80 cents out of the dollar should be your headline similarly 80% of your time when you're you know writing your title and what not 80% of the time should be spent on the thumbnail because that is what is going to draw people into 
clicking and watching the video. If your thumbnail is hard to read or hard to make out what's going on, people aren't going to click it. Yeah, and so so I'm someone who watches YouTube mostly on my living room television, right? I use it there all the time. I'll tell you what makes me click on the videos is that thumbnail. When I see that, I can see big and bold, maybe a person's face, the title, whatever it is, and that's what makes me click. And that's what makes people click, whether it's on their phone or on their living room television, is what that thumbnail says and what it looks like. And it can really help you, again, stand out as an That is absolutely essential. Now, thumbnails are not difficult to make. Almost any online graphic program like Stencil or Canva has the ability to create them very easily. They've got templates and all sorts of things. All you have to do is type it in there and then save it to YouTube. Absolutely. That, that is more than just a, you know, something you should probably do. That's, that is essential, as is your next point, because I can see it right here. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Well, it's having great audio. If you yep. have bad audio, people are not going to watch your video. If they have to strain to hear, if they feel like they don't know what you said, there is way too much competition out there, and they're just going to move to another video. So make sure that your video is crystal clear. Invest the minimum, about $35, into a good microphone. If you invest $100, you'll have a great microphone. And, of course, you could, it can go up from there. But it doesn't have to be super expensive. Just make sure you've got good audio when you create that video. Yep. And I think that uh, the final thing I would add, uh, this could happen, but don't count on it. The goal for a course creator, because I'm assuming your source of income is or your second source of income is your course. We all unfortunately have full time jobs, but we are doing this to escape our full time jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but if your YouTube channel starts growing like crazy, the added benefit is also one is sponsorships. People might reach out and say, hey, I'll, I'll give you a year's worth of free software. Can you please talk about this software in your YouTube channel or and or both can happen. And the second thing is monetization. You can monetize your videos once you reach 4000 watch hours and 1000 subs. So you have to have both at least a thousand subscribers and at least 4000 watch hours. They want to make sure people are watching your videos before they let you monetize them. It's a good incentive. So to recap, uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. It's owned by the largest search engine. You want to be on YouTube if you've got a course. Now, that doesn't mean you want to put your whole course on YouTube, but it does mean you can put a lot of the points that you teach in your course on YouTube. You can um, offer your course then to the audience that you've got on there because they'll have learned to trust you. They're going to see you as an authority, right? But don't do things like subscription for subscription or sub for sub as they call it. You don't want to send people away for you from YouTube, but do spend time on the thumbnail, spend time having great audio, and it can even be a way to earn extra income. Oh, and, and we did like, uh, we did want to mention that we like TubeBuddy. So check that one out too if you're looking for a little, getting a little edge in YouTube. I think that's it, Amit. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite channel, wherever you're listening to us today. And we will see you in the next episode. Keep creating those courses, you course wizard. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.